Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports psychologist co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon. All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. I'm extra sparky and short and fun because we are really crushing out as many podcasts as I can here at the first week of March because I leave for two weeks for our Howley skiing slash snowcat skiing slash backcountry, whatever you want to call it, wedding adventures in Canada. But this episode specifically is tagged back to a prior episode that we just aired this month with none other than the sports psychologist herself, Dr. Megan Cannon. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited yes, to yeah. dive into this episode. Well, I'm excited because last episode, we didn't really prepare for it, but we've kind of had a game plan on this whole pre-race prep stuff we were talking about, like the mm-hmm. mental state, your game planning, whether it's connecting on swimming or CrossFit or what else? Did we throw any other sports into that episode? Hmm. It's just think? swimming, a little bit of cycling. FYI. Bit, mountain biking. Oh, yes, yes, because I do have an, out, I have an upcoming mountain biking commitment now. We, we, we're going to talk more about this in episodes. Actually, so yes, what, coming out of that episode, and actually, if I look at my tracking, that episode should be episode 261. So it's actually, yeah, that because I, I just aired, as we and I are recording here tonight, I just aired 258 this week. So you're going to, that episode is going to air in the next like week, week and a half. So this is good. So anyway, just if you're hearing this episode, go listen to episode 261 because there's some good stuff there. <laughs> Now, I don't normally tie together actual numbers because sometimes it doesn't work out that well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, when you're busy, you just gotta roll with it. Just gotta, gotta do, gotta do you. <laughs> That's it. Now, after two and a half years of podcasting, I just roll with it. So, you and I hit on a number of things in the last episode. Uh, I just tossed in there randomly about my new commitment to do the Wilderness 101, which is a 101-mile mountain bike race here in Central PA coming up in July 2019. Um, I learned about you in the last episode, even though you and I have been talking forever, uh, it seems like, that I didn't realize you were so hardcore integrated into the swimming sport community at, at the high school and the collegiate level. And let's see, what else kind of popped up? Oh, you you start briefly towards the episode of 261 at the end. You kind of threw an Iron Man and, and the mental state and all that. And I tossed out there a name by the name of Iron Cowboy, a.k.a. men's athlete James Lawrence, who competed in 50 Ironmans, completed them one per day. Wait. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I was already like, oh my gosh, this is really impressive. Love what? No, wait. Yeah. Like 50 days in a row. Boom. I like do not even understand how this possible. And now That's, you know like, why I waited for this episode to see how yeah. you would respond. Because I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So this guy that like, you know, throughout his life has acquired and like accrued 50 Ironmans. Negative. So you mean to tell me that for like a month and a half straight – a month and a half, almost two months straight, every single waking day, this man somehow did an Ironman like triathlon, woke up and did it again like 50 times. Not done yet. 50 states. Yeah. How do you even logistically do that? And how. If this makes you working, feel any better, I just learned about this dude today. You <laughs> so have don't, to don't be feel going. Bad. <laughs> 
you have to be going from east to west. You have to, because uh-huh. when you go west to east, you're losing time. How do you, first of all, I just have so many questions for this person. Right, How right. do you even Video screen share right now for the YouTube feed right there. Iron, ironcowboy.co. I just gave you something to study up on because you're going to love this guy. He, I just learned about him on a podcast today. By the way, this this little animated like sunglasses, bearded face, that's his like branded logo on Instagram and stuff. I think the dude lives in like Utah. Um, yeah, he he just decided one day to commit to doing fifty Ironmans, one per day, back to back. Starting in Hawaii and Alaska to get those out of the way, and then boom, lower 48 with four kids and his wife in a camper caravan across the lower 48. Who's your new hero? Like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah. I- Okay, so they drove. So uh-huh. that that, well, least, lower that answers the lower forty eight. That, that answers some of my questions of like, okay, how are you like logistically doing the flights and then like TSA? Okay, so no. they drove, but that's a whole other different like Ragnarian challenge of this is beyond Ragnar because you and I both like, have done so Ragnars. This is beyond the, Ragnar. Oh, this is like, this is you and I got beyond, nothing. Like this is beyond an ultra Ragnar. This is exactly. just exactly. Oh my real, gosh! Real quick, real quick for the newer listeners, a Ragnar is a two hundred mile relay race where you set up a super fun team of 12 athletes and you do 200 miles as a relay over a 24-hour period. Uh, I did it back in, oh, God, uh, it's either 2010 or 2011. I forget what with my firefighting team. And we did not do the ultra. We did 12 people. And then Dr. Megan just did this in 2018 at Niagara Falls. And you guys also did the 12-person team, right? Yep, I did. Um, Niagara this year, I did Pennsylvania last year, I did Boston to Cape Cod the year before, and then tried the trail one this year up in Ontario also. There you go. See? Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, no, that is nothing near 50 Ironmans in 50 days across 50 states. And real quick, and- what what is an Ironman? Do you know all the details? Yeah. You can go through it, because I don't know the exact mileage, but that's yeah. why I'm like, just... Yeah. And how do you get... It's called, the 50, Iron- it's called the 50-50... Hold on, fifty fifty record attempt, right? Did were these um, like verified races in terms of like they're just having Iron? Oh, he set them up in order to get his schedule. Like some of these actually started like at midnight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. These weren't actual. Like he, this was all monitored and like everything. But I mean, yeah, he had to customize this entire commitment, and by the end. I think the the final race he had thirty five a hundred people running next to him, like because followers, like people. Well, because like, that's just one of the most impressive blood. things I've ever heard of. So yeah, if you're gonna go, yeah, yeah, go yeah. do that. Like I mean, wow. I I still I'm still digging into this guy's backstory because I I literally just listened to the MF CEO, which you know, part of the French stands for motherfucking CEO, uh, podcast. And this dude's a very successful blue-collar entrepreneur who's just crushing it. He's like the top entrepreneurial podcast right now. And I never see him talking about fitness. And I see that like in the keywords or whatever, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And then I and then I and then I read some of the fine print before I hit play on the episode. And I was like, are they talking about 50 Ironmans if in, in in 50 days? Like, come on. So I had to listen to the show today. While I was traveling. And yeah, I'm not kidding you. The guy pulled it off. Wow. Yeah. 
It's impressive. So back to mental state, this dude talks about it like crazy. So you guys, that's why I had to tell you about him. You're going to yeah. love him because it's all about the mental state. Because like even the guy, the, the host, he's just like, wait a minute. He's like, you mean to tell me you didn't have any kind of major injuries or something? He's like, oh God, yeah. He's like, by the third race. He's like, and then I guess, I guess while they're recording, he's sitting in the guy's studio. And he, and like, so James Lawrence, the Iron Cowboy, hands over his iPhone with a photo of his feet. And he shows him how the feet are just jacked by like race three, you know? And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, you see those little red dots on my skin? Those are the nerve endings. So whatever he was showing him, I'm just, I'm like, I'm trying to like, cause you're like, this is the fun of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. You're, you're hearing me saying it. So picture me listening to another podcast, Megan. And I'm like, picturing a dude's toes or something that has red dots showing through the skin. Like, I don't, I'm like, what is he, what is he showing him? I'm like, what? Cause I've done marathons. I've done half marathons and I've jacked my feet up, but like, and then he's like, wait a minute. He's like, all your toenails are gone. He's like, Oh yeah, those were gone by like race two to three. They just all started falling off. So if you ever lost a toenail, I've lost a couple from skiing, never lost them from running, but I'm like that that's common. But he lost all of his toenails feet are raw. Like, and this is, that's by like race three, not 50. Yeah. What do you got, Megan? <laughs> I am just in awe. I can't wait till he comes on this podcast. Like, listen to oh, it. I, I, tweet, I tweeted him today. I tagged him. I took his quote from that podcast. You'll see on Instagram, by the way, on Live the Fuel. I posted that to the, today. You'll, if you go yeah. on there after this podcast, you'll see his bearded thing with a, with a quote in front of it. He said it on that episode, which by the way, while you and I are talking, I'm going to find that because it's super fun. Um, actually, this is a great precedent for this episode. So I'm going back to screen sharing. Anyway, real quick, shout to Dr. Megan. Make sure you follow her at drmegan.com. Uh, but I'm going to have to switch over to my feed because I forget the entire I – wa- I don't want to butcher it because it's, it's a little bit long. But when you say it, you'll get it. Um, and I'm clearly not bringing up my, episode, my, my podcast feed. So there we go. Live the fuel. There we go. All right, stand by. Looks great on YouTube, by the way. So, okay, so I animated it. So let me hit play. So he or she who has their why to live. Well, hold on. Yeah. See, this is why it's it's so crazy. Hold on, let me play it again. It's a long one. So yeah, he who has their why to live to live for can bear almost any how. So there we go. I just, wow. You can't hesitate. You have to like just say it all the way through, right? So, yeah, he who has their way has their why to live live for. Sorry, that's where I stop. Don't stop short. So he who has their why to live for can bear almost anyhow. And wow. I've talked about, and you and I've talked about on past episodes, yeah. the power of your why, right? So, geez, if that's not a case in point right there, huh, dude? Well, <laughs> the so, poster child for that. Oh my gosh. Well, part of his underlying why that he dug into, and I'm I'm still digging into this dude. He's got the Jamie Oliver Food Foundation USA that he runs for. So like he's got connections with charities. Yeah, almost one quarter of two to five year olds, one third of school children, et cetera, overweight, obese. He's an advocate for health and wellness. He's he's his 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 fifty fifty you know, all these fifty things, like they're all to create exposure for charities, raise money, um, obviously for his family. Like it's just powerful dude. Like I I, I gotta get this guy on the show. I'm so excited. So 
Yeah. Besides the fact that this dude crushed 50 freaking Iron Mans in 50 days. Like, I, one of the Iron Mans he talks about on the podcast that he's, he, he wrecks. Like, he's so exhausted, he falls asleep while riding the bike and crashes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that that would, I guess, be where you would fall asleep. Well, like, let's pause I on that, right? Like, What's the mental game necessary to even try and fathom 50 Ironmans in 50 days, but then you have to keep in mind here that there's no way he's getting eight hours of sleep a day. No. If the average Ironman is, let's say, 16 hours or, or less, right? You have drive time. I mean, granted, his family's there. They're shuttling him, blah, blah, blah. But come on, right? It's, yeah. And, and you drive in a van with three other people and see how much sleep you get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like even with that time off course, that is just wild. That remind like ta- talking about the same, I feel like this is equal to the same level of like mental fortitude. Yes. Have you seen free solo yet? Love mental fortitude, by the way. And I've not read that yet. Um, so one, I have, I am not an Oscar person at all. I've, I, I'm a big documentary rock climbing like person. Evidently, it, it did wind up winning the Oscar for documentary, which like Wait, which I don't know. What, free solo, where the guy just climbed up El Cap, um, the largest like granite wall. Oh yeah, with yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's like, literally in my queue on. Um, I don't know if it's Hulu or Netflix, whatever. It is you know, but... Scott. It is phenomenal. You, you will be sitting there, and your heart well, will I'm race. I'm a rock climber, so yeah. And it's it's I've so never incredible. Climbed. <laughs> And it I've got, is, I've got it all is, the hardware in the garage. Like I have a harness uh, and everything else. Like I'm not a free climber. It is so just impressive. And when you're talking, and then so they they actually did brain studies on him to see like if his brain is any different than typical like you or I. Mm-hmm. And his fear center, his amygdala, actually like in the studies they did, it took a lot more to make it fire and it wouldn't fire to typical stimuli that, you know, maybe you or I, it would. See, so I it think was just that's, like, that's developed that way though. Like by the time they did that testing, he had already built that. He's already to. exactly. Right. And you know, they talked just about, you know, his perspectives. It was just very interesting hearing just his perspective on like that mental side, but also um, his perspective on risk hmm. and well, just that, different that's freaking risk talk about it right and yeah. so it's just, if for anybody listening it is absolutely absolutely incredible it is so fascinating your heart will race watching it just even though you know he made it because he's alive to talk about it but oh my goodness it is just it was incredible and it was just so neat listening to him talk but you know in talking about like the mental side of it he um in an interview this they didn't talk about this in the documentary which i thought was kind of interesting but for the entire week before I saw an interview with him on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, this is Alex Honnold, the gentleman that that climbed. He, for the week beforehand, was basically in solitude. Hmm. He, um, you know, he asked his girlfriend to leave. Like the film crews, like weren't around, but he just, it was just him. Yeah, he and need, that he was needed to get his head straight. Well, you're about to do one of the, I mean, one of many most dangerous things ever considered. I mean. There's people who have died on that wall with anchors and with climbing equipment, let alone mm-hmm. free climbing. It's crazy. It's so nuts. But I mean, it, you know, it, 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 like in what, when you're talking about this gentleman, the Iron Cowboy, that's the only comparable thing in terms of like the mental strength of that. 
that to me is a, it, that's like that type of a level. Oh God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's just an absolutely incredible. It, it, actually a great yeah. heartfelt thing that ties to this that you, you said, he talked about the singling himself out, like getting himself into a Zen and hold on. Let me take a quick note here. Cause I don't want to forget. What was the name of the documentary again? It was free solo. Free solo. Okay. So just want to tag that because we'll probably end up putting that into like the show title or something because we're talking about I'm, I'm throwing in mental fortitude iron cowboy all that stuff anyway the he during that podcast he uh i, I listened to today and I'll, i'm gonna tag that in the episode too by the way because that way people know what the heck i'm talking about because people probably like I, I don't know what the heck the mf ceo it was episode 290 by the way if you want to find that megan because you'll I have, a, I, I have a feeling that I just gave you something you're going to want to listen to. I think you did because I, I, my head is just really still trying to wrap around. And I will tell you, it, uh, I would start there because that, that's how I got hooked. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, what? And then, and then little little snippets of the episode like where he talks about how his um, his youngest child, um, she she she, because he's still human and he admits it. He's just like, she's like. You know, Daddy, I don't think you believe in yourself enough. You know, because this is like two or three races in or whatever, and which is like, I mean, come on. Like, he's already beat the crap. I mean, you just did three Ironmans in three days. And, and he, this is about that mental fortitude and building it up. And she's like, you know, Dad, she's like, you know, I, I will, I'm going to be here with you. And as a young child, it's like, he talks about this in that episode. He's just like, he's like, nowadays and no offense because uh, i do try and you and i do try and influence the next generation on this show right the millennials or or the z gen or whatever's happening now like guys life takes hard work yeah. all right life takes hard work and this is another great episode like not my show go listen to mf ceo go listen to episode 290 that i found listen to what he talks about he's like his own small child said dad i'm gonna be here every step of the way meaning meaning I forget exactly how he said it, but he said, listen, she's like, I'm going to be here at the starting line at 7 a.m. when you start, and I will be here waiting for you when you finish. So when he crashed his bike and his body was broken and he's laying on the side of the road and he doesn't want to get up, he's like, my daughter's waiting for me at the finish line. So he gets up and gets on his bike and he finishes, right? So it's like, that's the crap, right? That's the... That's the shit that hits the fan, and it's like, dude, like that's mm -hmm. a, I mean, that, for for him, that was him. That's what he needed. He's just like, if she had to put him on point in that way, and that carried through every single event. So great, I'm not a dad, but for that dude, that clearly was a powerful um, stimuli to anchor him and solidify his fortitude. To push through this because again on that episode he's like dude physical is bs he's like your body he's like trust me he's like i could talk to this he's like your body continuously reprograms itself and gets stronger and stronger and stronger every single race because you're you're pushing yourself every new race he's like you're pushing he pushed himself but you're pushing yourself past any prior limits you already had over yeah. and over and over again and he's like the one thing that I realized is by race 50, he's like, that was the first, that was the first race. He's like, and here's the best part, by the way. He actually said the last 20 were his fastest times. Think about that. 
<laughs> you reverse split 50 Ironmans in 50 freaking days. Split. 50 well, come on, Doc. Why? Why? Oh my gosh! Well, now you're over that threshold. You're on the downhill slide at that point, man. Like you, you've but done also the up what he's, but dude, thirty back-to-back Ironmans. Wow. And he's like, at this point, like it's like, he, but he actually talks about how his body has actually uh, ascended or evolved. He actually, I think he actually used the word evolved or evolution or something in that. He's just like, dude, he's like, I don't get it. I can't explain it. He's like, I'm not a scientist, but he's like, he's like, my body started healing faster. Think about that. He's like, those, those yeah. pictures of his, of his jacked up feet. He's like, my body eventually realized, oh, he's going to do this again tomorrow. I might want to heal this. So yeah, the first few races, he's traumatized, he's injured, he's battered, he's all wrapped up, bandaged, anything else. But he's like, he's like, no joke, dude. He's like, as we progressed, he's like, things that used to hurt didn't hurt anymore. Things wow. that were not healing were healing. Crazy. So. That's crazy. That's just that is beyond impressive. I'm really looking forward to listening to this podcast. I know. I was. I, I mean, was this one that it. we're doing too, was, but dude, also all that day one. today. Sorry, this wow. listeners, you, you got you got to, have to hang with us. Like all day today, I'm like, Megan and I are catching up tonight, and I got something new and exciting. Oh my gosh, that's just wild. <laughs> that's insane. Because that's let's so talk about the mental game on that. I mean, I can't. I, I've been a hot shot. I've run a marathon. I've done hundred mile cycling events. I've done. 65 mile in a uh, marathon distance, uh, you know, mountain bike racing events in Colorado. And now I just signed up for my first 101 mile one coming up in July, but like I just collapsed a lung. Like there's, i I myself feel pretty good about putting myself through some really good screwed up things. FYI, I did not yeah. plan the collapsed lung thing, but, uh, <laughs> you know, those aside, it's like, I got nothing on this dude. Nothing. Like what? 50 Ironman. Wow. Like That's, as, as a sports so psychologist, impressive. Where do you go with this? That is, I mean, that is just so impressive. But I mean, I think that just really speaks to, you know, when they talk about the power of the mind and the power to push through pain thresholds and the power of refocusing, the power of your why. I mean, I like that his story just in and of itself and the, the brief pieces of the podcast that you've shared here. I mean, already it's just like, well, there's, there's the why there's the pushing through pain. There's the, that, that, okay, I've already done this many, I've already done 30, 20 big deal. I mean, that's just, there's so many things there, which, and also I would imagining as he's gaining a following too, um, and people are joining him for these races, that's just talk about some positive momentum and, um, just energy that you're going to get also through seeing other people's excitements. You know, whenever we see other people in the boat, our brain tries to replicate that. So we get it, you know, that's, that's empathy. And so, and that's where, you know, the positive energy is going to spread, the negative energy is going to spread. And so I can only imagine then, you know, coming around race number 40, you know, and you have this following and maybe you're beat up and tired, but it's like, okay, my daughter. And then, oh my gosh, look at these people that are just here to run the race with me. Cool. Um, you know, all of those things, that's just so powerful and so impressive. Right. So impressive. I mean, it's kind of hard not to like make this dude your hero. Uh, uh yeah, I know. <laughs> like, actually, where can I get this t-shirt with him and this beard? Like, you know what I mean? That's just insane. Right. And, and real quick for the YouTube fee. So this was the podcast that I found him on. This is the MF CEO uh, project. Uh, they titled this episode Redefine Impossible because that's the name of his book. So, and here we go. I, I just brought it up on Amazon while we were, while you were chatting. Um, here we, 
There we go. Iron Cowboy, James Lawrence, Redefine Impossible. Actually, this book was released back in 2017. So apparently for the past year and a half, two years, he's really gained a, a huge speaking circuit as well, right? Because he's uh, clearly, I mean, he broke all records. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I might want to invite him out to speak at an event, just throwing it out there. And this is him. Uh, uh, actually, this is Jamie Oliver, the, uh, the Food Foundation. So uh, back on his website, Iron Cowboy. So anyway, guys, like just want to make sure some screen sharing got out there. Make sure you guys can find him. And I'm going to make sure I add this book into my uh, influencer page on Amazon because I can add books in there. And I'm actually going to make sure is a Kindle hardcover. Okay, I got to see if this is on Audible because if it's not on if it's on Audible, this is going to get listened to on my flight out for my wedding. I mean, come on. So if not, I'm going to order it so it comes in time and I'll physically read it. But I prefer Audible. So. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it's, I don't want to make the whole episode about this dude, but I'm like, what? Like, come on. Like Megan's going to love this. Yeah, no, that is, that's beyond impressive. It's, it's really. Like this is, this you know, is I, groundbreaking stuff for you. Like just, yeah. I, I, could, I could see you unlocking all other discussion points now, just based on this crazy threshold this dude broke through. Oh yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these are really great stories to share with athletes. Like this is just so inspiring, you know, cause you have, when you're thinking of some of those endurance athletes, whether it's a running, swimming, you know, situation, cycling, I mean, there's, there are, there is, there is pain that mm -hmm. is going to happen as you are competing, practicing. And obviously there's a difference of knowing when your body is, is, is hurt versus, you know, the pain of, of doing that. And so I'm not, like, I'm not saying push through the hurt stuff, but you know, there's, he basically, he basically so did impressive, you know, of, of just how your mind really can, your mind makes it. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause that's why I have to listen to the book or read the book because I'm with you. I don't, I have not always agreed with pushing through the pain, right? Because it could trigger some other problems <laughs> mm -hmm. if you're not listening to your body. Um, but to his point, without digging into his book, he talks about how that pain is just an initial protective mechanism. He's like the body, he's, he, he himself can back this up. He's like the body is more capable of, of the healing potential than you realize. And, mm -hmm. and he himself tested that, right? I yeah. mean, if you've got nerve endings exposed, lost toenails, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're wrecking your bike, you're, you're crashed, you're broke on the side of the road. Like, dude, these are all components of, okay, maybe you want to stop and go heal up. Whereas his point was, I, I made a commitment and yeah. I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to stop and I'm going to make my body heal and I'm going to make myself bounce back. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, that is, that is so cool. What a great story. Like, but that's just impressive. Iron Cowboy, ladies and gentlemen, Iron Cowboy. But I mean, it's if this grant. I'm not going to do anything with this guy's doing, but that's like what you and I kind of a little segue here. Um, again, full rewind back to when you and I first met at a Starbucks while Brian Strausser of the Strausser Project and I were hanging out doing our very first podcast, learning about the depression that he had gone through and his overcoming, you know, going through weight loss and, and fitness and everything else. And, and then on recent episodes, I had him back on and, and, you know, he and I had some adventures over Thanksgiving for charity and, uh, in 2018. 
And he and I just aired a live episode from his garage. His garage. So we did like whole exchanging man garages. Like he came over my garage. I went to his garage. And it's just, just, you know, kayaks and bikes everywhere. And, uh, you know, uh, but the point was, was he has committed to return to do the Wilderness 101. And that's a 101-mile mountain bike race out by, out by out by Penn State main campus. And it's a ni- this year will be the 19th year. So it's 2019. It'll be the 19th annual event. And I had never agreed to even think about doing it. I was actually sharing him and promoting him. And then with my stupid little collapsed lung thing, I was like, oh, I need a new goal this year. And uh, since we already took third with a collapsed lung in that CrossFit comp, I yeah. feel like I need a new challenge. <laughs> I love this, like, oh, there's like a little collapsed lung situation. I mean, to be fair, we weren't oh, the okay. RX team. We were scaled, you know, um, but, you know. You were ridiculous. Uh, you lived for three weeks with a collapsed lung, had a last minute pulled together CrossFit team of, you know, you with half a lung. <laughs> and, uh, to be fair, it was only 35% collapsed. So I had mm. one whole lung and a 65% good uh, other lung. So. Well, then I expect more out of you, Scott, if you had 165% lungs. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know how that numbers works out. I just know that. I just know that when you go to the doctor finally That's and they wild. give you the X-ray, and uh, I don't know if you know the girl. Do you know? Do you know Rochelle at at at, at SYR? Do you know all the people I don't there? Know. Anyway, I'm not sure. She, I'm so much better with faces than I'm actually. Well, she she's pretty strong, and she's usually the girl there. There's a couple of girls who roll in with the baby strollers and the babies yes, on Saturdays. Yes, yes. Okay, so she's the taller one because you know Tara. Tara is yes. one. Of, yeah, she she runs like the kids program now and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, the taller one. And Got it. Her, now I know. Boyfriend or husband has a beard. Yes. And he usually screams when he works out. Okay. So that dude was there when I got my x-ray. Like, <laughs> I got my x-ray, and the, the girl comes out, and she's like, why are you, are you in any pain? And I'm like, no, I'm good. What's up? She's like, okay, I need you to wait here. I was like, that's usually not good. Yeah, that's that's that's. Because like literally, I thought I was I thought I was gonna swing by, get an X-ray. They're gonna prove I had a chest cold, and I had plans to go meet you. We're gonna do a podcast yep. that night. Yeah. And then I was gonna go meet my friends for dinner. Well, cl- clearly that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, no. And uh, so this that dude walks out, like walks out of the back room. I'm like I I don't I didn't know what he did for a profession. I guess he's a PA, a physician assistant. So 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 he walks out. And I look up, I'm like, yo, yo, dude. I give him a pound. And he's got this like straight, serious look on his face. I'm like, um, all right, what's going on? He's like, how long has this been going on? He's like, I don't know, like three weeks. And he's like, didn't you just do our competition, like the Granite Games thing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, with this. I'm like, with what? And he's like, Okay. He's like, I need you to take this seriously. Like, I am. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, <laughs> I need you to take this seriously. Oh my yeah, God. that's me. And he's like, that's a spontaneous pneumothorax. I'm like, and what does that mean? Like, and I'm so not a medical it. profession. Like, yeah. I, I know what a thorax is. Like, you know, thoracic region. And he's like, you have a collapsed. You know, partially. Oh, sorry, his exact terms were: you have a significantly col- par- significant. Oh, sorry, partially significant, significantly partially collapsed lung. And I was like. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. And what so this do we is do not now? an antibiotic situation no. here. Like, so clearly I do so cold. clearly I do not have a chunk of mucus jumping up and down oh, in my chest. Gosh. And he was just like, Yeah. He's like, I need to call an ambulance. 
And I'm like, okay, slow your roll. <laughs> Guys, okay. come on now. <laughs> really? We're not going to get all dramatic now. Okay, you don't need to be calling an ambulance. Let me get Kristen on the phone, put her on speaker. We'll figure this out. I could take myself to the ER. Clearly, I'm fine. You know, and he's like, again, serious face. He's just like, no, 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 I don't think you understand. Come with me. So he takes me back into the x-ray room, and they have, like, my images up on the screens. He's like, okay, yeah. here's here's your right lung. I'm like, yep. And he's like, okay, here's your left lung. I'm like, yep. He's like, you see, this is the, I'm like, yeah. He's like, now here's your bat, here's, here's your partially collapsed lung. He's like, you see all this gray area? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you see the gray area below your lung? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's air. He's like, you have air above and below your lung. That is not allowing your lung to fully inflate. I'm like, well, that would explain why I can't catch my breath sometimes. He's like, yes. And he said, now. I was like, so again, why do we have to call an ambulance? He's like, I was like, I, I have Chris on the phone now. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, this is ridiculous. I was like, I could drive myself. He's like, no, no, no. Are either of you tra- trained in, you know, first response care? I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, in a traumatic way, parent, he's, like, he's like, you can't save your own life. And I'm like, probably not. Um, but why would I be risking my life? He's like, well, because your lung could fully collapse. And I'm like, well, it hasn't yet. It's been three weeks. I just did a freaking CrossFit comp. Like, I think I'm good. 20 more minutes. Like, come on. And he's like, no, he's like, you don't understand. If your lung fully collapses, all that space is now void. He's like, so everything over here could shift. And I was like, like, like the heart and the other lung and other organs. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that's why I want to call you an ambulance. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, life-threatening. Blah, blah, blah. More receptive sure. to hearing yeah. what you need to say now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. FYI, that led to me passing the, the hell out that night, too. So, um, oh my gosh. apparently, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I've been through a lot of shit in firefighting, everything else. Like, I thought I was good. And so he tells me all this. And so we, we proceed away from the x ray area. I tell Kristen to go have fun and go have dinner with her girlfriends. I'll just catch up with the ER later. <laughs> Cause that's, I don't, I'm like, Hey, listen, you're on the way to dinner. Just I was like, I'm going to be here for a few minutes. We're waiting for the ambulance. By the time they check me in and they give me my little wrist badgy thingy and like, you'll, you'll be there by then. So just go have some dinner. So again, I'm just playing it off and I'm sitting there and you'll appreciate the mindset thing. People this is what I'm getting to. So Megan, I'm standing there and I'm like, all right, I'm bored. So I walk out of the little side room, the little treatment room they got me in, and I walk out to like the main counter where he's sitting with the other people. I'm like, why don't you just tell me more about all this? Like, what's the worst case, best case, blah, 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 and they'll catch me up. He's like, okay. Uh, and, and so we're waiting for the ambulance to arrive. And he starts giving me all the extra details. And I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty serious. Okay. And mind you, I forgot that I had fasted all day. <laughs> So I hadn't eaten anything and I was fasting and just hydrating. I was doing one of my detox days, actually what I did all day today. So all of a sudden I start feeling like weird in the head. And I was like, all right, thanks for that update. I'm just going to go sit down now. So I go back into the side room and I sit down. All of a sudden I start feeling like hot flashes and shit. And I'm like, all right, something weird's going on. I just can't be right. So I, I like a shake. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking it off. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. 
So I, start, I guess like, you know what? I'm, I'm probably getting a little excited. You know, he just gave me some things, told me some things that are life risking. <laughs> told me some news. Let me, let me, let me just take some deep breaths. I start, I actually start putting myself through my own breathing exercises. I do yoga and everything else. I, I figure I got this shit. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like, uh, my, I feel my heart rate increasing. I'm like, okay, let me just close my eyes for a second. Boom, down. <laughs> just all this. Next thing you know, I, I my my head hurts and like there's four people's faces in my face. And I was like, apparently I was sitting on a chair, just sitting there. Like they had like the <laughs> the the bed thing that they do your exams on, like next to me. I'm just sitting in like the the chair where like your significant other sits. Yeah. So I just I apparently I just keeled right the fuck over. <laughs> just. Don't even. I, I closed my eyes. Boom, down. I I thought I was actually just trying to calm myself down. That's it. So what? Wow. What's that all about? <laughs> oh my gosh. You you wanted to catch up, so there you go. That's yeah. And it's just it's fascinating. And and coming from my end, I'm just like, wow, this is, so Scott's a, okay. He's about to get done. I'm just like waiting. I'm like this is really weird. I'm just asking him see if he's okay. Crickets. This is really bizarre. Like he's yeah. And oh, oh yeah, on the way to the hospital. Last luck. Oh, all right. On air, I apologize for not sending oh, you a text no, it's or a phone totally call. Because I, I like, was like, oh my gosh. I did this... tell myself to, and then I think the passing out thing probably threw me off for a second. Because then yeah, when probably. when they brought me to, which was like a split second, the paramedics dudes were just rolling up their gurney thingy. Wow. So like, I'm like, I had my phone in my my phone was still in my hand. I think I was about to text you and then I passed out. <laughs> that is wild. And you know, just in terms of that mental side, it's almost like your your brain was just like, oh, there's something wrong. Yeah. We're going to probably now start to feel what he probably should have been feeling for these last three weeks. But Possibly, we just didn't know, know. it would be better. I, I, I don't know. A buddy of mine told me, uh, he's wow. like, that could have been just like sensory overload. And, yeah. and uh, actually, uh, my friend said it was probably a little bit of anxiety. Like, I don't really get like hardcore anxiety, but that clearly was probably some hardcore anxiety. I don't know. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, have, yeah, have you seen that in your profession when it comes to athletes and stuff too? Like pre pre event, like again, prior episode, we were talking about pre event prep. Like people can get themselves amped up so bad that you could, you could pass out, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. People okay. pass out. Right. They throw up, they have panic attacks. Brandon Brooks, this oh. is the, the Eagles territory, man. Like he, vomits before every game and when he initially oh, yeah, that's right it's so Eagles, weird <laughs> right like he they had no idea what was wrong with him they, he was out for a few games all of the medical tests team chaplain in you know blessing all of the things and here nothing wrong with him he was just so stressed out because mm. it was now his job to let philadelphia down he's getting paid for this so he like cannot make mistakes all these things and so to this day the guy still throws up before every game, but his mental interpretation of that is not like, oh well, my that's, gosh, what's that's happening? Become, that's become his thing. It's routine, yeah. yeah. And a quarterback, Which former is quarterback. so not good for your throat, by the way. But just, Totally not good. No. And you know what? Um, the University of Miami football coach or former football coach told me that when he played with Jim Kelly, very famous quarterback, that he used to throw up before games too. And it got to the point that when Jim Kelly wouldn't throw up, the team started to get nervous because they were worried <laughs> that he wasn't ready enough. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. Well, yeah. Mindset. Well, so so now, like, obviously, you, you saw everything after that. That's why I'm not going to go into the rest of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, I actually aired it on episode 250 anyway. Um, but Megan needed to hear what happened, why why I didn't show up for the podcast that night. Because actually, I was going to go meet you at your office. Yeah. And we were just going to, I think it was like a 6 o'clock I think we had a six o'clock appointment. 
Yeah, yeah so it was something like Friday evening, just got to hang yeah, out. Yeah, I stopped in yeah, like 4.30, 4.45, figured I was going to be in and out because they, they have uh, they have walk-in services right there. I think I texted you like, hey, just yeah, bang like, out a I'm quick walk-in Yeah, I'm down the street from your office. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Take I, your time. Just got here. No rush. Like, you know, if then, they hadn't have found all that black airspace, you know, I, I would have been in and out in like, you know, another five, ten minutes. I'll be good to go. Oh my gosh, that black air. Well, I'm glad that they found the black airspace. And so your lung is all fixed now. And yeah. Just four, enough time uh, to do all these fun. I, I got skiing. I got four new scars down my there left you side. You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do you show your scars off? Are you that person? It's like, hey, check out my scars. Uh, I will be at our wedding next week because we have hot nice. tubs at the hotel. So I, I think. Oh I my might, gosh! I don't know. I might have put that on Instagram. I don't hide I don't anything. I hope so. Maybe you can trace and make constellations, and whoever makes the prettiest <laughs> pattern of your scar, they win. I mean, Scott, there's there's really a lot of of possibilities you just, here. You just unlocked a whole new thing that I didn't even think about. It did. Like, well, <laughs> um, I mean, because like, there's the first chest tube hold scar from the ER. That one was up high. And then they can't reuse. Oh, here's a fun little trivia. They don't recommend reusing chest tube holes. So they always cut a new one. Yeah. Sure. Let's just add a new one in while we're at but it. Hey, you know what? Yeah. While we're at it, let's make a cute pattern. Maybe make Again, a constellation, they, a little helped, dipper, right. Orion's belt over here. Well, if you if you reuse a chest <laughs> tube hole, that really cuts down on the constellation pattern potential. It does. I mean, it does. come on, people. Hello. I know. That is clearly that must be why. Wow. See, I, I never <laughs> thought about that until right now. Um. Well, yeah. I and actually, I just envisioned you in your mirror later, being like, "What might this be?" And pulling up star patterns of like, "Who actually, are we? Orion's belt here? Are we Taurus?" Like, here we go. Is- this is actually on my personal feed on Instagram. Yeah. So here, I'm screen sharing for the YouTube watchers. So here I put little, little colored things around it. So here is the first chest tube hole from the ER. This is where they jammed in their video camera and their scraping tool. That's the big one. This is the second chest tube from the surgery. Uh, and then I don't know what this one was. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe an extra drain. Are line? one of your organs on the black market that don't we know. don't know? About? Well, I mean, well, the, the, ki- <laughs> the to be fair, the kidneys are down lower. I feel like you would need a bigger hole than that. This is a That's little true. high, uh, but I yep. forgot to ask what this one was. But that was number four. So, <laughs> you know, maybe let's threw an extra one in there again for constellation goals. I know we could like make a dipper situation here. I mean, because <laughs> think about it, if they just had the camera slice and the second mm-hmm. chest tube, and that was it, like you're missing these other two options. You you really are missing. The full spectrum there, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and you noticed they were kind enough. I I did mention to them that I had tattoos. I was like, could you guys like please work around my artwork? You know, duty, What's respect, integrity. Of them? And she really did. You know, t- shout out to uh, Dr. Meredith Harrison, a very intelligent woman. And um, I mean, my whole staff was awesome. So the n- nutrition was crap, but I mean, other than that, that's not their fault. <laughs> that, that's that's the broken medical care system. So. Yeah, that's a that's that's so, a. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so you see, I told you we're gonna have some fun when we caught up tonight. So I um, know, I know. And it's a the good story from both ends and yeah. what a fascinating story with these this iron cowboy gentleman and yeah, and you I, need to go watch the solo and let me know after you watch it your thoughts on it because it's absolutely incredible. I, I dropped a hint that we were gonna talk a little bit about wilderness and one on one, but I had I, I really didn't want to. I really wanted to drop the iron cowboy component because yeah, I knew that would blow your mind. Because it blew my mind. So uh, and I'm literally, as soon as we get off the phone here, off the Zoom call here tonight, I'm actually ordering his book because I don't see it on Audible. So I'm going to order the uh, the hardback and make sure that it gets here in time so I can take it because I'm going to be gone for two weeks for the wedding. So, yeah. Um, so exciting. Got to do some reading in my free time. 
because I'm, I'm trying to unplug as much as possible while we're up there. So back to mental game, right? Mm-hmm. So listen, this is our, this was your second episode. 261 was your uh, predecessor to this one. Uh, obviously again, rewind back to the beginning of this episode, 261, we talked about mental prep, event prep, competition prep, uh, while setting the, setting the stage is important. And then we led into obviously how to execute on that. People like crazy old, you know, James Lawrence, the iron cowboy. Um, and obviously, I, you know, come July of the wilderness one-on-one, by the way, next time you and I record, if we do it like this, you're going to see my, uh, my first road bike set up in here because I have training equipment on the way. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to set up a, a trainer in my office for the rest of the winter. Cause I got some miles to put on my legs and, uh, it's cold out. <laughs> so, I want to be able to get some indoor training in when I can. So my buddy of mine in Colorado shipped me a whole bunch of gear from his shop. So that's awesome. Yeah. So as we always do, how would you like to sum up and close out today's show since I got to blow your mind for once? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to just, I'm, I, I don't think we can beat anything outside of the iron cowboys quote of he who has their why to live for can bear almost anyhow you know that i think encompasses not only the pushing through the pain the power of the mind the mental preparation and just the power that you know giving that attention to mindset and that preparation and that component of things whether it's pushing through a big business project or making a big decision or pushing through pain at a race or in a practice if you have identified that why and what am i doing this for you're you really can withstand so much more and it's just the power of of that mind and motivation yeah i mean he 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 definitely clearly did that i'm actually sharing once again the, the post that i put on the actual instagram feed because I mean, she just said it, uh, powerful quote. And I love it because that's why Megan and I geek out so much about the power of mindset and obviously not just the impact on health and fitness and exercise and competition, but this is just life in general. It's your, your mindset is so key for a healthy lifestyle. Even if you're not a crazy athletic nutball. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hang tail and give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to give Megan her night back because we just recorded two back-to-back episodes and it's now 9.40 p.m. here on East Coast. That's how committed she is and that's how committed I am uh, to bring you guys amazing content here to the online space, to the podcasting space, and yes, the YouTube space. So again, another healthy, clearly fitness-themed and obviously mindset-balanced, lifestyle-themed podcast episode. A reminder that you too could live the fuel Get us some updated reviews, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at LiveTheFuel.com. Live the Fuel.